0: Today, $70 billion of Christian's money is invested in funds that support abortions and anti-family lifestyles. We want to change that. This is FBI, faith-based investing with Anthony Wright. Anthony is a financial advisor, as well as an ordained minister. He'll show you how to keep God's blessings on your investments. By taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles, you can keep your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Here's your faith-based investing team, Tom Levine and Anthony Wright, the investment preacher. My God's not dead, he's surely alive.
1: Your investments, your finances, your retirement are in the spotlight today. Thanks for tuning in for today's edition of Faith-Based Investing, FBI with my friend, Anthony Wright, the investment preacher. Anthony, how's your day going today?
2: Wonderful, Tom. How are you, my friend?
1: I'm doing great. Thankful to the Lord for another beautiful day. This is the day the Lord has made, and let us rejoice and be glad in it.
2: Amen. Hallelujah.
1: You know, I I thought we'd just dive right in. You know, people are new to this whole idea of faith-based investing. How does that differ from just regular old garden variety investing?
2: You know, I mean, that's that's a fantastic question. And here here's the nuts and bolts of it. The faith based investing portion of it is something that I didn't learn. And even though I've been in this for 10 years as an investment advisor, I'm also have been an ordained minister for 20 years. I am have pastored a church Mm -hmm. for five years. I'm still an ordained minister. I still pastor at my church, just not senior pastor. I do. We do. My wife and I work with divorced couples we work with all the pre-marriage and and marital counseling and blended families so we're still very very active in our church i'm still an ordained minister have been 20 years of my life and of that 20 years 10 of it i have been a financial advisor an investment advisor representative and so what i what i discovered about uh, about a year ago i was invited out to a seminar in dallas texas and I decided to go. Most of the time I, I I didn't go, but it was it was for pastors and they wanted us pastors to come out there and the preachers to come out that they were talking about this faith based investing. And they wanted to talk about how you can use the Bible for your roadmap, if you would. Well, that caught my attention being a preacher. And so I went out there and what I learned just absolutely blew me away, Tom. I I found that most of the time and I, I still have because the first nine years of my business, I did it just like every other financial advisor does it. So I didn't know any better. okay? And there is a difference in ignorance and stupidity but I was just ignorant. I I didn't know. I I didn't. You know, the Bible says my people perished due to lack of knowledge. I just didn't have the knowledge. And uh, so once I obtain the knowledge, then it becomes my responsibility, what I'm going to do with it. And then I have to answer to God because then I have the knowledge. And so it really impacted my business. And I, I turned my entire Uh, firm into the direction of faith-based investing. And the difference is this. If you just go to your typical retail store, retail investment operation that you see all the TV commercials on, they're on every street corner, uh, they're just going to take your money and they're going to invest it in something. Could be stock market, could be ETFs, could be mutual funds, could be annuities, could be life insurance, whatever it is they're putting you in. But the problem is, no one ever ask the necessary questions. First and foremost, hmm. you should always ask: Are you a fiduciary financial advisor? Which I am. I'm a fiduciary. Uh, we also have CFPs on our and our firm, so we have certified financial planners. We we are all fiduciary, and a lot of times people don't even ask: Are you a fiduciary? That's a that's a extremely important thing that folks need to ask before right. doing business with anybody.
1: Now, just That's, a small percentage of, of financial planners are fiduciaries. Isn't that right?
2: Absolutely. There's a very small percentage that are fiduciary, and there's even a smaller percentage that are CFPs, certified financial planners. So we cover the gamut. We, we cover all of it. We're, we have CFPs. We're fiduciary. And then the third layer is you should always ask, what are you putting my money in? What's my money invested in? And you're going to hear something like, you know, Microsoft or Apple or Facebook or Mm -hmm. whatever the latest, greatest thing is or Franklin Templeton funds or American funds. You know, you're going to hear whatever it is that they're putting you in. And your typical response is going to be, okay. how has it done over the past three years? So they'll give you a two to three year history of how the fund has performed, how the stock has performed. And you say, fine, put my IRA in there, put my put my 401k in there, put my Roth, uh, whatever, brokerage account, cash, you know, and that's as far as it ever goes. So we take it a step further. We have a faith-based investment screener. That faith-based investment screener, not only does it tell you what you're in, but it will tell you those companies what they are doing with your money. Are they funding things that agree with your faith so let me give you an illustration here let me give you an analogy yeah. so let's say that you are a strong faith person and you are you are pro-life and you believe in pro-life you should be funding pro-life you should not be preaching and telling people and telling your friends and voting pro-life but yet your money is funding abortions Your money is buying fetal tissue from unborn babies that have been aborted. Your money is funding pornography. And so that is where we really distance ourselves from other financial advisors. And a lot of times you have to be careful when you ask the question, you know, one, are you fiduciary if they say yes, check. Two, are you certified financial planners? Yes, check. Three, do you do faith-based investing? Well... (laughs) yeah we we yeah we belong to this fraternity or we belong to this organization and we call ourselves you know a biblically responsible investing well just belonging to an organization and paying an annual fee to use their name is not faith-based investing faith-based investing i'm an ordained minister i have been for 20 years I'm a 10-year investment financial advisor. I eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff. I actively manage your funds. I actively manage your money. And I make 100% sure that you are not invested in anything that is anti-against your faith or that is anti-biblical, anti-Christian, if you would. So if you're you're pro-life, make sure your money supports pro-life events. And, you know, Tom, the scripture talks about in the last days that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the yep. righteous so let's just be a part of that let's take the hands out of the wicked let's put it into the hands of the righteous and instead of funding abortions let's build churches let's build orphanages let's feed orphans widows let's help the hopeless the hurting the hungry so that's what faith based investing is is it's making sure that your investments line up with your faith and what your faith teaching and your faith belief is
1: Boy, I love that. It hurts my heart to think about some of the places that uh, investment dollars go. And you know, so many ministries and nonprofits are hurting right now with the coronavirus issues, especially now. You've participated not only, I'm sure, financially, but also with your time, talent, and treasure by helping Samaritan's Purse here in the last couple of months, uh, actively on site with tornado damage and all. And that just speaks a little bit to the kind of person and family you have. Tell me a little bit about describe what a fiduciary promises to do. What define fiduciary for me, and why the, why is that important?
2: So fiduciary means that you have to do and must do what's in the best interest of the client. Okay. So there's a big difference in fiduciary versus suitability. So to kind of explain on the over the airways, the the difference in suitability and fiduciary would be this. Let's, let's assume for a moment that you've had a heart attack or you're going to have to have a bypass surgery. So let's just mm-hmm. assume that you've had four bypass surgeries. And let's assume that you're in the hospital for two or three days. You're just over the soup and the broth and the ice chips. And your loved one comes and picks you up two days later, three days later. And you say... Um, honey i am tired of this broth and soup and ice chips would you do me a big favor i would just love on my way home if you would stop by mcdonald's and get me a a big mac and a large order of french fries and a (laughs) large sweet tea and while we're there i love their hot apple pies would you please do that the question is is that suitable is that suitable suitable you Mm -hmm. know why it's suitable because he hasn't had it in two to three days and he's hungry or she is hungry and so it's suitable and so what happens is is the loved one would pull in there and do that because it's suitable but now let's go to the next level which is fiduciary okay all right now what if you call your doctor or what if you call (laughs) your dietitian and you say hey on the way home from the hospital uh, I've asked my loved one to drive me through the drive-thru at McDonald's, and I want to get a Big Mac and a large fry and a sweet tea and two apple pies. Are you good with that? What do you think that doctor and that dietitian's is going to tell you?
1: I think they're going to have a heart attack when they <laughs> hear
2: that. <laughs> I love it. They're going to have a heart attack. That's exactly right. They're going to tell you no way. That is the difference in somebody that is suitable versus fiduciary. The fiduciary goes through much more training they have much higher level of education. They are going to have to do, and they're bound by law to do what is in your best interest. And that dietitian and that doctor knows that if you go through McDonald's, you had better order that flimsy grilled chicken with that salad, <laughs> and you had better get water to drink. And that's what they're going to tell you because that's what's in your best interest. And they know that from a fiduciary perspective, they have to do what is in your best interest. But a fiduciary person would say, well, that's suitable. Sure. Of course, if that's what you want, honey, we'll be happy to get that for you. That's the biggest difference in suitable versus fiduciary. And Tom, I can't tell you over the past 10 years how many people I have seen hurt and harmed because they are dealing with a suitable financial advisor not a fiduciary financial advisor so here at retirement specialty group we are fiduciary we have certified financial planners we have estate attorneys we have tax cpa accountants so we have the whole covered a to z and fiduciary is right there at the top of the list versus suitability be careful you're not dealing with somebody that is suitable. Did I, did I explain that okay for you?
1: That was the best explanation I have heard of that. And, you know, to me, I just want someone who is not going to treat me like I'm from Mars because I want to give 10% of our income to the things of God. Someone who is equally yoked with me in these things and, and just as willing to do the golden rule of doing what they would do for themselves, you know? And, Absolutely.
2: And, and that's something nobody ever asks. Right. They never go in and ask, what are you personally doing for yourself? Hey, huh. what, what what funds are you invested in? Oh, are those are those biblically responsible? Are those are those faith based companies? Because people have to understand in the news, unfortunately the world we live in, we don't get a lot of positive news. But there are good companies out there. That take their their stock money, that take their profits, and they do good things. In fact, I have a list of about eighteen hundred.
1: Um, oh wow!
2: Oh yeah! Great! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Nationwide, easy, eighteen hundred companies, and you know they they sign a pledge that none of their money will ever be tied to abortions, same sex marriage, um, you know any any fetal tissue coming from aborted babies. They will not give. Uh, philanthropy. They won't give any money toward it. They won't have anything to do with it. They are good, solid companies. And they even guarantee you that their money is going toward building churches, printing Bibles, printing Bibles in multiple languages, building orphanages for orphans, taking care of the widows, housing the widows, even building churches. We've even got some companies, their profits go toward building churches and paying churches out of debt. So let's take the wealth of the wicked and let's transfer it over into the hands of the righteous and let's do the right thing with it. And let's be fiduciary about it and make sure it's in your best interest and then make sure it matches your biblical belief. And then guess what, Tom, you've got something that God will bless.
1: Anthony that is the best news I have heard all day that you have it in writing from these 1800 or so companies yes. who are willing to do the right thing. If you just tuned in, welcome first of all to our new program. This is called Faith-Based Investing FBI with my friend Anthony Wright, the retirement preacher. And there are ways you can invest, invest in ways that are biblically responsible. And you can learn more at investmentpreacher.com. We're going to tell you a little bit more about Anthony's uh, unique special offer for you when we come back. We'll be back with more. It's 15 past the hour. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright.
3: You're saving and investing for the future, and that's good. While you build and save, have you ever stopped to think, where does my money actually go? Am I investing in things I don't believe in? we have answers this is faith-based investing with anthony wright my god's
0: not dead he's surely alive
1: welcome back to faith-based investing with anthony wright giving you opportunities to invest in ways that are biblically responsible you know anthony when my wife and i were in town to see you at your central office headquarters there was a big lion there was L-I-O-N, Lion. Uh, it was a beautiful, uh, very cool sign and logo right inside your office. Describe what that's about.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm, as, as the listeners know and, and listen to my program often, I'm an ordained minister. I have been for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I have pastored a church for biggest part of that, and I'm also a financial advisor, so that, that makes me uh, bio-vocational. And back before I started my company, I went into my prayer closet and I began to ask the Lord. I was like, you know, God, what what would you like to be my mascot? And hmm. obviously I I kept thinking, OK, he's the lion of Judah. And that's what kept coming to me was the lion of Judah. So I was like, OK, the lion he's you know, you're the lion of Judah. So I was like, let's go with the lion. And so I started out with a lion's head and then one day I was in prayer and I just felt impressed uh, up upon my heart. It wasn't it wasn't anything verbal or nothing like that. I just I just had a feeling in, in my heart that Lion was an acronym. <laughs> and I was, as I began to look at it, I thought, an acronym for what, Lord? Hmm. Loving individuals over numbers and I just felt the Lord right in my heart say I'm calling you to love individuals over numbers I'm calling you to love individuals and do what's right for them and don't worry about what type of money they have in their portfolio if they need help you love that individual and you help them no matter what amount of money they have in that portfolio And so for the past 10 years, I am one of the only financial advisors in the continental United States of America that will help somebody regardless of what their portfolio is. I've helped people as little as $5,000 in their portfolio. I've helped people as little as starting an IRA for $50 a month. Hmm. And I have never turned anybody away that truly needed help due to lack of money because the the motto at Retirement Specialty Group is love individuals over numbers.
1: I love that. You know, you see so many television ads that say something like this, where they say, if your portfolio is $500,000 or more, call us, which is the other way of saying, if it's less than half a million dollars, don't call us.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> and that always bothered me. So I'm glad that that's not your approach.
2: No, you're not going to get that here. And, you know, I... I I go by the title investment preacher because I'm an investment advisor representative. I'm a financial advisor. I'm also an ordained preacher mm-hmm. and I, I, still preach. I still pastor in, to this day. I'm still very, very involved in the church. I do a lot of travel. I speak in a lot of places and you know, if, if there's someone listening today that wants me to come to your church and preach on financial based yeah. investing, faith based investing and and use the scripture and how to line your investments up with the scripture i'd be more than happy to do that i i speak at churches all across the country and i talk about faith-based investing and faith-based investing is something that you just don't hear a lot of people just don't know about it and um so i'm very happy to to come to your church if you're listening and you'd like to have me come to your church and talk about faith-based investing and uh, obviously you can go to investmentpreacher.com you get a free copy, free download of my ebook. Uh, you don't even have to go out and buy it on Amazon.com. You can get a free copy of it right there immediately as soon as you click on the link. And it's called Faith-Based Investing, Seven Biblical Rules for Investing. I take the Word of God. I take the Scripture. I show you how to apply it with practical knowledge wisdom and understanding and how to make your investments line up with the word of god and when that happens the blessings of god rest upon your investments and the returns are amazing and and it's just amazing to watch what god does when people line their their money up with their mouth tom does that make sense
1: it absolutely does and i've read uh, one of your books i haven't read the new one yet uh, because it's so new but i'm really impressed with your ability to write and communicate uh, complicated ideas For the simple person. So thank you so much. thank you
2: very kindly. Thank you for the kind words.
1: And again, if you need to contact Anthony to speak or to, uh, you know, if you want to uh, sit down and have a chat about family finances, you can be sure to leave your phone number at this number. It's 931-RETIRED. 931-RETIRED. And you can get a hold of that. Go to investmentpreacher.com and you can uh, download a copy of the newest book from Anthony Wright faith-based investing. Tell a friend about our radio show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Anthony, there were some foundational principles of faith-based investing. You've touched on these a little bit. Last week, we talked about faithful, how important it is to be faithful, biblical, and impactful. Talk a little bit about biblical, the biblical basis for what you do, and how what kind of impact does it
2: have? Yeah, you know, the, the basis for what we do is just, it's really as simple as I, I developed a saying a long time ago when I was pastoring a senior pastor at a church that watch what people do not what people say yeah if you watch what people do and there's a passage of scripture that and I'm paraphrasing it here but it's something to the effect of where your treasury is there is your heart also mm-hmm. so where your money is at there is where your heart is so if you're if you're a person of faith and you really believe in pro-life and you believe that god is a god of life and that you should be pro-life but then your money watch what people do your money is funding abortions your money is buying fetal tissue from unborn babies because the companies that you're invested in is taking that money and buying fetal tissue from aborted babies if you are if you're believe that marriage is between a man and a woman, but yet you're funding LGBTQ, you're funding same-sex marriage, uh, in the church world, that's called being a hypocrite. Now, I'm not trying to say that in a condemning way. I'm just trying to say that in a knowledge way. Right. You know, the Bible says you must be either hot or cold, and I think that's in the book of Revelation. But the bible says you've got to be hot or cold if you're lukewarm i will spew you out of my mouth and that's that's the lord of hosts saying that so so many times you'll see people talk one way but their money is actually doing another way and that's the basis for faith-based investing and that's why it's important to go to investmentpreacher.com and download my new book because that's what it's about—faith-based investing. And I give the seven biblical rules that will, you know, pretty much just tells you, according to the Word of God, this is how you should be investing. And one thing I want to be clear about, Tom, that a lot of people misunderstand that this is not a message of, well, I can't shop at X Y Z. Because they support abortion. Okay. That's not what this message is. If you live in a community, which most of us do, we live in small communities, the majority of the profits that, that come from that department store funds workers, streets, pays police officers, pays firefighters, the mayor the government right taxes they pay taxes right this is not don't go to disney world because disney world supports abortion it, no that's not the message it, go to disney world enjoy disney world with your family or you know go to your local store and buy your your goods there buy your toothpaste you know buy your shampoo at the local store because that supports your local community it paves the roads it, it hires the people to fill in those potholes so you're not <laughs> knocking your, your front end out from under your vehicle. It pays the police officers that protect you. It pays the firefighters that protect you. So... Don't misunderstand the message here, but let me be very clear with the Bible is very clear that you are to not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Yes. Now, we as preachers use that a lot of times in in a sermon concerning marriage. Well, you should not be married to an unbeliever when you're a believer, which is true. That's very true. But I want to go one layer deeper and say that also relates to business. You should never be in business when you are a believer and the business that you're in is an unbeliever. Because when you own stock in that company, Uh you become responsible to God for the actions of that company because you're a partner.
1: You're a co-owner of that company. You're a
2: co-owner. Yeah. You are a co-owner of that company. And every single co-owner votes, gets a vote, but here's the problem, Tom. No, hardly anybody ever goes to the stockholder meeting. Hardly anybody ever asks the board, the chairman of the board, or the or the committee of the board, where are your funds going? Where, where where's the philanthropy money going? So here's what they do. They say. Just let me vote proxy. So you'll get an email, and you'll open the email, and it's approximately 80 to 100 pages long, and nobody (laughs) in this busy world has time to read that stuff. So what do they do? It says, well, here's what the board recommended. Do you vote yes or no? The board votes yes. Well, what does any common person stockholder do? Well, yes, if the board says yes, okay, yes, I vote yes. If you even vote. Sometimes people don't even vote. But if you're a shareholder in that company, you become an owner. And when you click that yes button, and you just donated, I mean, I could sit here and name off company after company, and I could name one of the companies right now that I won't. I'll be professional about it, and we'll save that for, you know, if you want to go deeper and you want to find out if you are biblically responsible or not, I'll tell you right. at that time in a private conversation. I won't, I won't air it out over the airways. But it's a very popular company. And if I told you the name of it, everybody listening would know it, and probably 90% of the listeners are investing in it. Well, guess what? Last year, last year alone, they gave $10 billion with a B for sex trafficking, (laughs) aborted babies, aborting babies, and buying fetal tissue from the unboarded babies and if i named them you would know the name of the company immediately and probably 90 percent of the people out there own stock in that company what do these companies do with that stock money and see that's another thing tom people have to understand that when you when you read in forbes magazine that warren buffett is the second wealthiest man in the world it's not per se because and don't get me wrong he he has a fat bank account but it's not that they're going off of his bank account. They're going off of the stock that he owns yes. in these companies. Right. So when they sell this stock in these companies, they're taking that money and they're doing horrible things with it. And, and nobody never asks what they're doing with it. And nobody never asks, where's that money going? And so as a Christian, we are responsible to God for the money that he trusts us with because we have to be good stewards of his money. And, you know, the, the story of the talents in the Bible, the one man that took his talent, buried it in the ground, it didn't turn out too well for him. So we have to be good stewards of our money, and we have to wake up as a church. And when I say as a church, I don't mean the door that we walk in on Sunday morning. Right. I'm talking about the ecclesia, the church body you and i and the people that are listening today that are christians we are the church of god we're the church we're his hands and feet that's right and so when he gives us money you know i can't help but think and all of a sudden you're investing in abortions you're investing in pornography and sex trafficking and buying fetal tissue from aborted babies i mean Mm -hmm. how can how can you feel good about that if you're a Christian and if you're a believer and so that's the basis that's what faith-based investing is all about and we have a faith-based investing software and we we scan your portfolio and we screen your portfolio and if it is what we call dirty then we will we will put it in clean companies and clean funds for you there you so go. so there you go. Did I answer that? That okay, was
1: great. Yes, we are up against a break. and You uh, can learn more about Anthony and everything. I didn't, It's not an accident that you're listening today. We're glad that you've tuned in, and we want you to find out more about us at investmentpreacher.com. We'll be back with more right after this.
3: It's not enough to simply save for retirement. It's important to invest in positive fund options that God can bless. That's why we're here. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright.
1: This is FBI Faith-Based Investing, just past half the hour here, and thank you so much for listening today. And we are in the world, but not of it. You are hearing from Anthony Wright, who is CEO and founder of Retirement Specialty Group. Anthony, I know you well enough to know you're not a shaming person. At the same time, you want to communicate these truths about where people are investing. And I I came across this list of blind spots that I felt challenged by that you'd sent earlier in the week, Uh, and this poked me a little bit, Uh, clipping coupons, which I do. Always shopping for deals, but never paying any attention to the fees in our investments. Yep. Saying we stand against abortions, but then the funds in our stocks are being used to pay for the operations of abortion clinics. Claiming that we love our spouse, but not doing the work to make sure they're financially taken care of. If something were to happen to me, especially in these days with coronavirus and That's scary right. you know, medical outcomes. And saying that you want to retire as soon as possible, but never taking the time to actually put a plan in place. So what... What do you do to motivate people to take a step in the right direction?
2: Well, I mean, obviously, our goal is to help ministers, help the Christian community as a whole mm-hmm. in the way that they think about and act biblically and the gathering and distribution of the finances. And obviously, we do that for the advancement of the kingdom of God and as well as their financial independence. And so, what we offer is a professional money management solution through a family of biblically responsible investment models or faith-based investment models and the underlying investments of those funds make up those models and they are continuously screened to ensure that no investment dollar is invested in that company or they even remotely support the uh, support the idea Mm -hmm. or products or services even through philanthropy we make sure they're not even giving through a lot of times These corporations try to hide it through a gift, uh, a philanthropy gift, to an organization that might be a 501c3. Well, you have to dig a little deeper to find out where that money is going. And you find out that it's contrary to our biblical moral compass. It it, it really goes against what we believe biblically. And so through our pro-family, our pro-life, pro-community approach, we are going to help you, the listener, align your financial stewardship, with the godly principles that you strive to exhibit in your everyday life. We're going to do our best to make sure that you not only talk it, but you walk it. <laughs> so let's, let's don't just talk the talk. Let's walk the walk and make sure that our money is glorifying God, not only in our tithe, but also in our investments. I love that.
1: And for your free book, for more information about what this program is all about here at Faith-Based Investing, go to Preacher com Just like it sounds, investmentpreacher.com, or pick up the phone, call 931-RETIRED, and say, I'd like to have a chat about our family finances. I'd like to get some help. I don't have time to research this stuff on my own. Can you help me? And leave your phone number. Anthony, um, just changing gears here just a little bit, um, I saw this week that there are more than 400 references in the Bible to gold. And, uh, you know, gold is something that God instructed to cover furniture in the tabernacle, and gold's mentioned as one of the gifts of the magi and so is that an investment tool that you use and what kind of reflections do you have i know a lot of christians are interested in this issue of gold as an
2: investment absolutely we use gold um gold is definitely faith-based investing (laughs) so is (laughs) so is silver uh gold and silver has never hit zero (laughs) you know it's it's uh it's always been around even when jesus the messiah was born Mm -hmm. what did the wise man bring gold frankincense and myrrh right so gold has been around forever you know you have physical gold such as coins you have bars you know gold bars you also have physical silver you have physical bars Um, the most direct exposure as an investment is probably buying the physical gold and with that occasionally you'll have some storage challenges but right now I'm telling you, gold and silver is like, I don't know about your wife, Tom, but my wife loves to go to the mall. She will drive an hour to go to a mall for an 80% off sale. <laughs> Does your wife do that? <laughs> Maybe not an hour. <laughs> well, I bet you she'll go to the mall for an 80% off sale. <laughs> but my wife will go to the mall for an 80% off sale. Gold and silver right now is like an 80% off sale. I mean, it is a a—it is a deal of the century, and a lot of times we will – suggest or recommend that as an inflation protector that 10% of your portfolio be in physical gold or silver. And when I say uh, physical gold and silver, we don't do gold bars or silver bars. We we do gold and silver coins that have been minted by the U.S. There's there's too much risk out there in the world today for gold bars and silver bars, and people are have a tendency to mislead people if you would okay and so being a, a christian organization being a minister i'm just not going to take that risk and so we completely deal 100 percent in u.s minted coins so our gold coins and our silver coins are u.s minted and it's shipped right to your door it's not anything you have to come to my office in tennessee we can take care of all of it online we do webinars we do phone conferences so we can do all this stuff online we do the order forms online order forms online and it's shipped right to your home um gold mining stocks is something that you could also consider of course they're going to rise and fall along with the price in gold but you have a few other factors to consider there you can't get in and out of them as fast as you can if it's actual physical gold okay uh, another one would be gold futures. Gold futures can be used a lot of times to leverage your investments or to speculate or hedge. Uh, but futures, let's be honest here, trading futures is kind of risky. If you're really good at it, you make the right call, um, then great, you'll hit it big. If you make the wrong call, you're going to lose big. So when it comes to futures most of the time, I tell people that's the gospel casino. <laughs> that's the that's the, uh that's your nice way of, of going to the casino and gambling because you don't really know what you're going to get there. Um, and, I, you know, I'll tell you that as of December 2019, uh, the TD Ameritrade clients can access weekly gold options on the Thinkorswim platform. So it's something very easy they can follow. I'm asked a lot of times, Anthony, what platforms do you use? Who is your custodian? And yeah. our custodian we use is TD Ameritrade, and we also use Fidelity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably the listeners know but charles Schwab has also now bought td ameritrade so we deal with charles Schwab, td ameritrade and we also use fidelity so those are the companies that on our platform and just so happened td ameritrade has the client access portfolio that that they can follow those gold options on a weekly basis on the think or swim uh platform and okay. let's be honest here proverbs eight nineteen. My fruit is better than gold, even fine gold, and my yield than, cho- than choice, silver. You so sh- even Proverbs talks about gold and silver.
1: That's right. You see that a lot in the scripture. And you said something about 10%. Is that kind of a benchmark for your clients? It have? is. Okay.
2: It is. You kind of want to have about 10% in physical gold and silver, and that's going to give you a hedge of protection against inflation. Uh, it's going to give you a hedge of protection because— What happens if the monetary system were to collapse? Most people don't realize that our monetary system is just printed on a printing press. Now, recently in the news, we saw like a $2 trillion uh, stimulus package. That's because all they have to do is pass it through Congress, the president sign off on it, and they just go print more money. So... At any given day, I'm not saying they would, Tom. I'm you're 100. I'm not for spreading fear, and I am not spreading fear. Right. But it, but at any given day, they could say we're not going to honor your money in your wallet anymore because there's no gold standard anymore backing it up. So you need to protect yourself with some with some just hard assets like gold and silver. And don't get into fear because that isn't going to happen, but just have about 10% of the portfolio in gold coins, silver coins. If anything ever happened, they're U.S. minted. You could trade anywhere you go in the world using gold and silver coins.
1: Very good. And tell people what people can expect to find when they go to investmentpreacher.com.
2: So you're going to get my ebook. I wrote a new book called Faith-Based Investing. It's seven biblical rules for investing. And when you go to investmentpreacher.com, you're going to download my free ebook. You don't have to go to Amazon and buy it. Just just go to investmentpreacher.com. You'll get my ebook right then and there. After you read my ebook, if you want me to screen your stocks, I'll be more than happy to screen your stock portfolio for you. And I'll let you know if, if you are funding the very things that your faith believes in or is it funding things that's against your faith. And if you don't have the internet, guess what? Give me a call at 931 retired and that is retire with a d in case you have a trouble understanding my <laughs> southern accent. <laughs> so, 931 retired or investmentpreacher.com. Come nice. and see me. I look forward to it.
1: Outstanding. Don't lose your don't lose your southern accent. I love okay, it. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right. It's about 15 minutes before the hour. We're going to take a pause for the cause here. We're glad you're with us. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright, CEO and founder of Retirement Specialty Group. Back with more right after this.
3: It's not enough to simply save for retirement. It's important to invest in positive fund options that God can bless. That's why we're here. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. My God's not dead, he's surely alive.
1: you found it, Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright and giving you the opportunity to invest in ways that are biblically responsible. Maybe you've never thought about this before. Anthony, uh, we have some people who are getting checks in the mail, or they're getting them direct deposited from the government. It's all part of the economic rescue plan that was voted on the week of March 23rd. And individuals, I understand, will be receiving something like $1,200 with some um, uh, stipulations. Couples, $2,400, and uh, kids, $500 each, if I have that right. And so what do you recommend people do with this money?
2: Well, you know, it's it's meant for those that are having a hard time. I mean, schools have been closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have been ordered to stay indoors. So obviously, if you need the money, use it to, to pay bills. Um, if by some stretch of the imagination you don't need the money uh, then i would look at investing the money you know putting be sure you have about Mm -hmm. two to three months worth of living expenses put away for savings once you have the savings put away then you want to take a little bit of money and begin to invest it and back several years ago tom the way i got started investing was i took and decided that i was going to do away with soda And so I quit buying soda. Now, here in the South, it's just called Coke. But for those that love Pepsi and Coke, we'll call it soda. (laughs) Or Pop, if you're in in Iowa. There you go. Pop, for those that are listening up north. So I just did away with it, and I saved that change up, and it came up to $25. And then I just started twenty five dollars buying $25 worth of stock. That's how I got started. So once you get your initial savings of two to three months whatever little amount of money begin to start investing that Hmm. and and you will be very surprised how fast it grows and you're going to be really surprised when you line your investments up with your faith belief and 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 God begins to multiply that in a way that is that is hard to imagine and talking uh, about the stipend here uh, you know they also passed a penalty free withdrawal of up to $100,000 from their tax deferred 401k retirement oh, yeah. account. Yeah,
1: talk about that. Yeah, right.
2: so so up until this happened, you know, if you took a a withdrawal, I mean, you had some serious penalties, but now they're saying, "Hey, we're going to allow you to draw up to $100,000 penalty free. Penalty free. So, you can take $100,000 out and not be charged that that 10% penalty. It's penalty free. And then, obviously, they passed the stipend for small business loans and the payroll tax break. So, some good things are happening and some, some awesome things are happening. But, you know, to answer your question about specifically that money, if you have to have it, go ahead and spend it, pay the bills. That's what it's there for. If you have to have it to buy groceries, go buy groceries. That's what it's there for. And if you don't, if you already have everything you need, then start thinking about investing that money and making it grow. Because when you get to the point where you can allow your money to start working and growing for you, that's when you get ahead in life. I
1: love that. We had a friend who uh, sent something to us today uh, along the lines of saving money from your soda that you just told that story. Um, So... It was about a lady who would go to a big, well-known chain coffee shop every day and get a coffee. But now she has to stay home because of the coronavirus, so she makes her own coffee. So oh, says, yeah. yeah. What right. she does is she makes a cup of coffee, then she calls herself by the wrong name, and then she <laughs> lights a $5 bill on fire. So oh, wow. I thought <laughs> that's what she does instead of going to blank the unnamed coffee shop.
2: Wow. So I Amazing. thought that was funny. Amazing.
1: Um, now, you've built your business. You built your career with uh, helping people with a financial GPS. You want to talk a little bit about what that is?
2: Yeah. So on top of the on top of the faith-based investing portion, mm-hmm. we also put together a financial GPS, which you mentioned earlier in the show. That was the second book I wrote. And It is available on Amazon.com if you by chance want to get it. It's just called Financial GPS. And when I wrote that book, I wrote it with the idea of everywhere we go today, we plug into our GPS an address. But when it comes to investing, nobody has an address. Nobody has a roadmap or a plan. So nobody knows how they're going to get where they're going when it comes to investing. And so that's the basis for the book that I wrote, Financial GPS. It it number one, we're going to identify are your stocks biblically responsible? Do they line up with the investments? Uh, do, do the investments line up with your belief, with your biblical beliefs, your faith based belief? Do your stocks, your ETFs, your bonds, your mutual funds, whatever you're in, does that line up with what you believe? And then number two. We're going to build a plan. We're going to put that plan together, which is called your roadmap. It's going to tell you what your expense ratio fees are. It's going to tell you what your risk score is. Mm-hmm. And I realize a lot of people listening this morning, they don't even know what a risk score is. They don't even know they paid fees. If I had a dollar every time somebody told me over the past 10 years they didn't pay fees, I'd have more <laughs> money than Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, so, so, you know, or maybe I should say Bill Gates, you know, Warren Buffett. But everybody pays fees, but they're hidden. They're hidden in there. So that financial GPS is going to expose those hidden fees. It's going to tell you how much you're paying in those hidden expense ratio fees. It's going to tell you what your risk score is. A lot of people don't even know they have a risk score. It's going to tell you should you take Social Security at 62, early retirement, or should you wait until full retirement age? possibly even should you wait until age 70. So it's going to cover the tax portion. I've had a lot of clients, Tom, that after they go through that financial GPS, a $500 distribution would have thrown them in an entirely different tax bracket. So it's extremely important that, number one, you are faith-based invested, but number two, that you know exactly where you're headed in retirement and where you're headed in the investment world and know how you're going to get there. So we're going to include that financial GPS as a part of your plan. We start with the faith-based investment, and we make sure that you're lined up with your particular faith, and then we're going to go to a plan and make sure that you line up with that plan and make sure that that roadmap tells you where you're going to go And help you not only get to retirement, but help you get through retirement.
1: Yes, I love that phrase. And that's really important. Uh, What would you tell the person who has come to you and said, Anthony, I've just waited way too long to start preparing for the future. I'm sure a lot of people feel a little bit of shame when they talk about their finances and their plans for the future. Can you address that?
2: Yeah, you know, they I do get that a lot. Uh, a lot of people are, you know, they tell me, "Anthony, I've waited too late. I I should have done this earlier and I I've waited too late." But here's here's what I tell folks. Colonel Sanders founded Kentucky Fried Chicken in his mid-60s. Hmm. It is never too late. And I I run across a lot of people that they poured everything they had into their children's education. Yeah. And that's okay. Don't feel bad about that. Feel proud about that and be thankful that God allowed you to do that and God has allowed you to live this long life. I also have people tell me, Anthony, if I would have known I was going to live this long, I would have planned better and I would have taken better care of myself. So, and hmm. i got to be honest with you, Tom, being a pastor, every time I visit somebody on their deathbed, nobody never... Ever has told me over the past 20 years as an ordained minister, nobody has ever said on their deathbed, Anthony, I wished I would have put in 15 more hours a week at my work. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they just don't. It's always I wished I would have planned better. I wished I would have fished more with my children i wish i would have took them camping i wish i would have took them to the park i wish i would have took more vacations i wish i would have spent more time with my spouse i wish i would have spent more time volunteering at my church those are what you hear on a deathbed if you're a minister so what i would say is is don't beat yourself up you're in the situation you're in but god is a good god he has a bright future in store for you he has a bright plan in store for you reach out to me, contact me, I'll help you get going. I don't care what age you are. We'll help you get started as long as you've got something to get started with. So be sure you go out to investmentpreacher.com, get a free copy of my ebook. You can download it right there, and it's, it's called Biblically Responsible Investing, Seven Biblical Rules to Investing. If you don't have the internet, call me at 931-RETIRED. That's retire with a D nine, three, one retired, or visit me at investmentpreacher.com. Can't wait to hear from you. Don't procrastinate, reach out there, download that free book. And I look forward to talking to you.
1: Fantastic. God is good. He can be trusted. And we have a message for you. Please be sure to tell a friend about this radio program. We appreciate that and be sure to be listening next time right here at the same time for faith-based investing with Anthony Wright, CEO and founder of retirement specialty group. Thanks for listening. See you soon. This is FBI Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Do you know where
0: your investment dollars are going? Anthony's team will screen your current investment portfolio. You can always count on receiving the three C's. Anthony's plan for you is customized, comprehensive, and complimentary. Anthony is a financial advisor and an ordained minister. He'll show you how to build an investment plan God can bless, applying proven scriptural investment principles, keeping your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Invest with confidence and be equally yoked. My God's not dead, he's surely alive. To get your free faith-based investing book from Anthony downloaded free, go online to investmentpreacher.com. Just like it sounds, that's investmentpreacher.com for your free book. Or call 931-RETIRED. Tell a friend and listen next week for Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright, The Investment Preacher.